Welcome to another episode, Elliot. We're doing it again, having a podcast, talking to some of our um, county employees or police employees. We're going to go with crime solvers today. Yeah, I'm glad to have them. It's an important program. And You know, I was, of course, you know, one day I was a crime solvers detective. I remember. Back in the days. All on television, all on the radio. I don't know how well I did, but I enjoyed it. And you were killing it. But we got two experts here now. We do. All right. um, We got Ron. Ron, you want to introduce yourself? Hey, Ron Coombs here. I'm police specialist Ron Coombs. I know everybody in this room, which is rare nowadays. Uh, <laughs> you want me to tell you all about me? Not yet. I, no, I, I just I, want I, my name. Yeah, I just want okay. your name right, right. now. And, police uh, specialist Ron Coombs. All right. And then we got my Elwood. Yeah, you have yours truly, the man of the hour himself, the moth, Elwood Baldwin Jr. here. And I want to go back because my partner in crime is not only Ron Coombs, but he is known as the... Other guy. Other guy. The that's other right. Guy. The that's, part-timer. That's how we do things. That's how we do things, Ron. <laughs> but again, in talking in talking to you guys, we want to get into some of the um, um, the position of crime solvers, detectives, mm-hmm. or yes. specialists in your in your book. Tell us a little bit how you that journey of becoming a crime solvers detective. Okay, so um, the journey to become a crime solvers detective started with me back in 2007 when I came to the police department and went through the police academy. Then had to do a little. A stint on the road. I was on the road for about four years, 11 months, and then I left and went to SRO. And SRO is school resource officer, so I got to do that for about three years. I left from school resource officer, went to the special victims unit, okay. uh, and was a special victims detective for four years. And then an opportunity came uh, open because the uh, person that was uh, formerly in my spot, as everyone probably knows, is uh, Mr. Kevin Bacon himself, Mr. Crime Solvers, <laughs> was retiring. So the department put out a you know an advertisement for the position. Uh, of course, I put my name in the hat, interviewed, and uh, was fortunate enough to to uh, get the position for Crime Solvers Detective. And I've been with Crime Solvers now for just over two years. Okay. Now, how long have you been with the police department? I've been with the police department for a little over 13 years now. Good, good. Uh, and we want to get into some of the other things, but let's go to Ron first. Ron? Well, I came back to work for the police department. I was here for 27 years and retired in 2014. Uh, worked a couple of years over in Goochland doing part-time uh, bailiff work there. Came back originally as a, just a police aid position. There okay. was a police aid position in forensics. That's what I did. Then they, uh, it, uh, the position of police specialist was created to kind of bring back retired officers and officers with experience to do Related jobs that it probably, you don't have to be sworn to do, but it helps to have police experience to do. So that position was created, and one of the ones that was there was crime solvers, and I said, you know, I'd, I'd like to do that. I'd enjoy doing that. So um, that's where I came into. I came back to work in, part, in crime solvers with Elwood. So, so that's where so I've been ever you, since. When you said you came back, let's go over your journey from you became a police officer, went through patrol, and tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I came here in uh, originally in 1987. That's when my uh, academy started. So I uh, came here in 87. Uh, worked in the uh, drug court program. I was a police officer assigned to that. I was promoted to sergeant, worked as a sergeant on the road, did a stint in OPS, uh, the Internal Affairs di- uh, the Division, for a little bit. Uh, then I was the, when I retired, I was the administrative sergeant for the North End. Worked with Elliot up there. Yeah, Rod, Rod was my sergeant. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. And, yeah, from, the, uh, from the North. But then after that, I like uh, worked part-time over in Goodson for a couple of years as a part-time bailiff. Right. And then, um, you know, came on back to here. Yep. Ron, Ron is one of the guys that is in our, in our office. Um, he, he's a part-time, I'm a part-time <laughs> police officer. And uh, we have some great conversations. And I think some of this program Hashtag started. That part-time exactly, life. That part-time life. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and again, we, we, we want to talk about some of the, the things that are going on in the police department. And one of the citizen partnership that we have, 
uh, with the police department is the crime solvers, folks. Can you walk mm -hmm. us through um, the board? What What is the board? And, and, and again, you pretty much work for, even though you're a police officer, you work for with the board. Right. Do you want to uh, take that, Ron? Go ahead, you can take it over. Okay, so our board for crime solvers, or to be a crime solvers or crime stoppers, silent witness, crime line, all the same uh, type of organizations, right. uh, you, you have to have a civilian board. So we have a civilian board of volunteers. Uh, I think we're at 19 right now, and actually I sit, have sitting with me here actually an application for uh, another board member uh, to join. So, uh, But it's a civilian board of volunteers, and um, it truly is, truly is a, made up of, of citizens within Chesterfield uh, and Colonial Heights because we are the Chesterfield County Colonial Heights crime solvers, but they're community members that kind of want to give back to their community, right, and this good. is the way that they do it. Um, they uh, pretty much uh, run the program. They're in charge of pretty much overseeing the entire program, fundraising events, uh, getting the marketing and merchandising, um, you know, as far as for the brand of Crime Solvers out into the public. Uh, and they're hugely responsible for um, why Crime Solvers, at least Chesterfield County Colonial Heights Crime Solvers, has been uh, so successful as far as being able to see it on the news and, and on social media. Okay. So one of the ways or the way that the Crime Solvers program is set up, we have a citizen board because of the yes. money and the finance involved not coming out of taxpayer funds. Right. It comes through funds that you raise through fundraisers or donations. And those people on the board disperse those funds and raise those funds. Yes. But absolutely. you and Ron are both employees of the police department. The board handles the, uh, Financial aspect. Yes. Exactly. Yes. No, yes. We we don't touch any <laughs> any other money. Um, that's all handled, like you said, through uh, through the board, through you know their fundraising events. Our biggest fundraiser, uh, as many people that are here in the county and, and in Colonial Heights are probably familiar with, it, is our golf tournament. I don't have to talk about it with Skinner because not only did he do it as a crime solvers uh, <laughs> detective, but he also plays in our crime solvers golf tournament. So he's very familiar with it. It is our biggest and most successful fundraiser that we do uh, throughout the the, the, the year. What, um, is it coming up or have you, are you having it this so, year because of COVID? Yes, we are, we are working on it uh, as we speak, actually. We normally would have the tournament in April, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, we're, we just recently had the 2020 golf tournament mm -hmm. in September because we had to move it last year in 2020 due to COVID. It was supposed to be April 2020. We ended up moving it to September 2020. And so the discussion uh, at the last board meeting was about how soon do we want to you know, start the whole process. Because a lot go that goes into it. Have to go they have to go out to businesses and uh, get donors, and then we have to get the information out to participants and get them, you know, to, to uh, be able to uh, register and, and pay their funds to to be part of the tournament and all that stuff. So I think the last conversation that we had about it was that we were probably going to aim to do it uh, sometime in September again. Oh, so keep it in uh, that to year keep it apart. in that yeah to keep it about a year apart, and it gives uh, donors and businesses an opportunity to kind of see where they are from last year's, right. you know, uh, pandemic. And understanding the fundraiser are for to pay tippers for their information for the yes. crime solver. So we yes. need to talk about if I'm a caller, what is the maximum that I can receive, you know, if I call information on a on a homicide and that information is is helpful in that walk me through that I'm going to remain anonymous. That, yeah. that, that the reward that I can get. Walk me through that process. Okay. Um, so we would, of course, uh, either, you know, receive the tip or we would put out a case or a crime of the week uh, is what we call them, um, or even a fugitive of the week. It, it could be a homicide suspect. And, and uh, when you say you put those out, you put those out on? 
We well, put that on, when I say social media, I mean, we, we put it out on uh, Facebook, we put it out on Twitter, and we even have our own website, crimesolvers.net, which uh, was actually, um, to give credit, was actually p- uh, put together and created. Actually, our Facebook and Twitter accounts, all of that stuff was started uh, under... Um, so to go back, just real quick, <laughs> to go back, because I know I, I made it seem like my tr- my um, transition into the crime solvers uh, job was almost seamless. There was actually a time right before I went into special victims that I actually pl- applied for crime solvers, and I applied with our uh, person that's in here now controlling <laughs> the ones and twos, <laughs> Christopher Rizzuti. And actually, Rizzuti finished first on, on the crime solvers list. So, of course, he became uh, the crime solvers detective. And under his uh, watch with crime solvers, he actually was very uh, instrumental in actually taking crime solvers into like a newer the newer generation of, right. of outreach, so mm-hmm. with social media. So he's responsible. He started our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter. He created a whole uh, website, crimesolvers.net, which is what people use now, and that's what we still use. So that was all done uh, under uh, Chris Rizzuti. So to give him credit, who's in here with us. The conductor. Yes. yes. And he's still uh, doing a good job. Yes, he's still doing a good job. I didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> <laughs> so to kind of bring it back around, Yes, we're on all of those uh, social media platforms, you know, due to uh, Chris, Christopher Rizzuti. And so we still use our Facebook, our Twitter, our CrimeSolvers.net website. And so we put our Crimes of the Weeks, our Fugitive of the Weeks. And then, of course, we still do uh, our runs with media and radio because uh, Ron does the recordings for that every week. Okay. Okay. So when people call in, mm-hmm. you have put – they could have seen a tip that you've put out there or a case you've put out there. Or they could call in about a case that we're not, not aware of. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Right. And right. once yep. you get that tip, what's the process? Ron, I'll let you, you want to you try to? Okay, yeah. We get the, when we get our tips, we either get them on the P3 tips, which is a, when you, you can do it online, basically, or with an app on a phone. Okay. Or you can call it in. We have a call center now. Instead of a person in the office answer, there's a call center that they have. They'll give us information, uh, information that say, hey, I know this guy is selling drugs out of this house between these times, whatever. That information is sent by one of us to the appropriate person to investigate it. So they get it in a, in a, a lot of the P3 tips are done electronically now. So it's not an actual physical paper anymore. It's just a uh, sent to them. Hey, there's a, here's the tip we have. Here's what we do. They'll investigate it on their end and then send something back to us. Hey, we caught this guy. We, it's a good tip. It's a, you know, we sat out here for two months. We didn't find anything. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. Just didn't happen when we were there to see it. So, so, so are you still having the call number? Like, I would, I would give a call, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't have a name or anything. You get a number. You have to call back to check on that case, right? Or if you see it on TV, did my tip and uh, assist you all in in this crime? So it's all crime. anonymous. It's all anonymous. It's, it's all anonymous. Yeah. So that's still there. That's still there. Yep. Okay. You get a number assigned to you, even on the on the uh, through P three. You okay. get a, a number. That's your number okay. that you use. To contact us either online or on you know through the phone to tell you what you know where the status of your tip is. So yeah. I'm, I'm gonna date myself a little bit I, okay. again. We had as you all have been talking, and you had a you have a great relationship with the community, right? I used to go to BSU to to record, yes, um, in their studio, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which we had a great relationship with them. I went to Channel 12, Channel 8, all the yes. local stations, and uh, along with the um, radio stations. Yes, sir. Are we still doing? Programs or, or doing these, these, these this this media stuff that we that we used to do a little different, little yeah. Different. Okay. Because of basically because of the COVID situation, mm-hmm. last year about this time it's probably about the, well it was in March I think we March, did our yeah. last the radio stations and understand it didn't want anybody and we were we were off for a while and you know Chris volunteered hey I can record it 
and we can send it to them. Chris will do our radio spots. We send those off to, I send them to the radio stations we normally deal with, and they put them on the radio from there. Okay. Yeah. So we're still doing, it's a little bit different. Uh, we don't actually physically go anymore to the radio, to the spot okay. to do the recording, but we... But you still have that, that relationship with the music that you're going to be preferably yeah. going back to that. Right. We hope. Once this is... Once one of these days. Is, yeah, we hope. One, <laughs> once uh, things, you know, of course, get better with the pandemic, we hope that we'll be... Um, you know, invited back in. The, the thing about about the way we're doing it now, which is interesting, is that um, we 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 hope that it doesn't become the norm for us. As far sure. as like, why don't we just do it that, this way? Yeah, because it's so easy now because it's already recorded. Rizzuti does such a great job, you know, and so by the time it gets to the radio, they can just put it into their system to play. Okay, they don't have to record us, edit it, and then add music to it, and then put it in themselves. But a lot of it is the person-to-person interaction and having that relationship and keeping that relationship going. Right. So we're hoping that, you know, once things get better, they will go ahead and say, yeah, yeah, come back yeah, in. Because we still want that partnership we with do. the community. Right. right, exactly, we do. So once the person calls, you yeah. give them a number, then they call back and they yeah. find out, hey, thank you for the information. This is how much money we yeah. will give you. Yeah. They get that money. Right. How has this helped us solve crimes? Big time. Um, so, and Elliot, I appreciate you keeping us on task. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, big time. Um, because, uh, and the, the thing is, it's people love, you know, crime solvers and love the, or the idea of these uh, crime solvers, crime stoppers type programs because I think people uh, innately have a, a desire to want to help uh, you know, they're in their community and keep their community sure. safe. Um, I think the the biggest maybe apprehension, of course, and what we teach uh, as well is the fear and apathy part um, that we we all fight against as far as you know law enforcement and um, and so I think people love the idea of crime solvers because it, they can call us or give us information that can help us solve a crime um, and keep their anonymity. And then, oh, by the way, there's a chance that you get a reward. Yes. Uh, it has been it has been instrumental in, in, in helping us solve crime. And I, I continue to say that uh, if we didn't have this program, I mean, I think it would really hurt uh, the community because I can't tell you how many fugitives we catch. I can't tell you how many crimes we've solved um, just off people submitting uh, an anonymous tip to you know, to crime solvers either right. through our phone line eight zero four seven four eight zero six six zero. Quick plug, uh, <laughs> and then P three uh, P three Tips app. Now I know, and, and I want to touch on this real quick too, that um, when we talk about you know you're able to submit us a tip online or you know through an app, people say, well, how, how can that be anonymous? You know, they can track the IP address sure. or a phone number or whatever. Um, the cool thing about the P3 Tips app is it's a, it's actually a, a software uh, designed by Anderson Software that kind of cleans that stuff from um, the server as that information is, 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 is transported to uh, us. So that's how we're not able to, you know, track an IP address or track it back to a phone number. It truly is an anonymous right. software built basically on, for that, that purpose. Right. And we wouldn't do that to potentially invalidate exactly. not only our program, right. but the exactly. programs nationwide. And, right. and not only that, a lot of it, if, if it goes to court, that's the one thing yes. we used to fight all yeah. the time that it did. Right. It right. is, is right. synonymous. Right. So, Right. My, my my next question is the association, the crime prevention. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the Crime Solvers Association. Mm-hmm. Are you still members of the National 
Crime Solvers Association. I know they put on a lot of training, a yeah. lot of a lot of conferences, a lot of information that's, that's worldwide. Uh, are y'all part of that organization as well? Yes, we are still part of the National Crime Solvers Association. Um, I, I don't see that changing. and There's been no discussion of that changing. I know we have to pay a membership sure. there and all right. that stuff, but they do put on training and it offers it, you know, offer it to, you know, Crime solvers organizations across you know across the, the country. The country. That was so, great networking yeah. for us, right? right, um, right. Because we were doing things in Chesterfield yeah. that a lot of them was. Oh man, I didn't know that that, yeah. that existed. We needed, you but know, like information on that. And but like everything else with the pandemic, they really haven't been putting on its many person to person trainings. Right. As, as I say, the last thing they had a a uh, like a training set up, but of course it was canceled because of the pandemic. So they did a lot of things through Zoom. Have been doing a lot of things through Zoom. So that's another thing that I hope, you know, comes back yeah. know, relatively soon. I was just reading something about Pat Harris and, and Tammy Warwick on, mm-hmm. not our Tammy Warwick, but mm-hmm. Tammy Warwick that's, um, that was with the city and they're still doing some stuff only. Yeah. How many tips do you get a year? Do you have any idea? Oh, gosh, good question, Elliot. You're asking all the hard questions. I, well, you know, Skinner, I only we, want to we, talk we, to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Skinner and I always talk about, we, we hey, do. this is real talk. This is yeah. real talk. So, again, you, you know, our listeners we, we, hopefully know by now we don't prepare for this. Yeah. Just no, come yeah. in and no, say, I know. I'm, I'm teasing. Um, I, to be honest with you, I don't know. We average about about uh, about seventy to eighty tips a month oh, between wow. phone wow. and that is a lot. so. I, I'm not. I wasn't great at math, but you do that over a period of twelve months, and then of course that can also change depending on what we're running. Right. Uh, sometimes we, you know we. It's it's weird because we could put a case out that's uh, let's say a, a, a larceny of beer from uh, a Wawa, which I bring this up because. We you'll post something like that. It's a twenty dollar, uh, you know, larceny, but it like blows up and we get inundated with calls <laughs> and sure. whatever. But we average about you know about seventy to eighty calls a uh, uh, calls a month between you know people calling in and P three. Right, so. but and I, and I love that because again we're showing that the county are participating in big time the, exactly the, yeah. what's going on in our community. Oh, big and, time. and I think pretty much every podcast that we have done, we try to um, intertwine the the community. And and their yeah. their their benefits and our benefits from them being uh, cooperative and, and doing things. So, but Ron, I yeah. see you mostly on the TV more than I'm right. seeing seeing uh, my son here. Yeah, Elwood's been taking Shots care of all fired. the no no the, all yeah. the he, he's been doing all the administrative uh, type work. Okay. All, he's okay. putting everything. He's doing. I told him to. You take the new school form of crime solvers <laughs> with the Twitter and the, and the yeah. Facebook. Elwood takes care of that, and I do the radio and yeah. the TV, yeah. kind of my our generation. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know how those work. So yeah. that's that's where you, and it's just easier for because Elwood is a lot quicker. But I like I like how you have done, and that, we've split that, it up. You know, yeah. we split, it, and yeah. we have Becky in our office, yeah. who uh, who does most of our admin type work. Okay. Okay. She's the oracle. Okay. She is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the oracle. yeah. I guarantee yeah. you, Becky could tell you exactly how many tips last. Oh year. yeah, Becky can. <laughs> tell you right like without i mean without hesitation you yeah know. how many right. tips we, how much we took 1138 tips yeah <laughs> she's the oracle yeah. <laughs> i think one of the things you do notice and i i get comments from the public when we're out at events about how poor some of the video pictures we show and how mm-hmm. great yeah. others are mm-hmm. and i know right. our, our community services division has a business watch it works with a lot of businesses and but now we're seeing more homeowners with mm-hmm. ring alarms oh, yeah. and other yeah. types of oh, security yes. systems yeah. Um, and I think it goes back to a partnership with the business community on enhancing surveillance equipment so we it could be something viable that we could uh, and use in some of our tips. Yeah, yeah, it's no doubt. The better the picture, the better. All, I mean, and it, it will because, like, sometimes you get a real good picture and, like, Elwood was saying, it'll blow up because yeah, it's yeah. obvious somebody yeah, knows yeah. you this exactly. person. Right. Exactly. And people love – they love pictures and videos. Like, it, you know, I, I feel like if we were – 
doing one of those things where we were just posting out narrative forms right. of uh, right. of crimes that we need help with. I don't think it would be as effective. I think, uh, especially you know, with you know the way we are now, we're glued to our phones. A lot of us, uh, maybe younger generation, my generation, uh, you know, so it captures <laughs> it captures the attention much much better when you have a picture. People love to see. Oh, I, oh yeah, I, I see oh, a face. Yeah. I know, I, you know, yep. um, you know, versus you know maybe Elliot's generation who would go and get the gotcha paper and read. Yeah. It. I mean, that's, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's right. I can I can see one thing being an issue right now yeah. through the pandemic is the mask. Yes. Yeah. Wearing a mask. That's what we, we were talking, we talking about, about that one day yeah. in the office. It was like, yeah. everybody's wearing a mask. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. hard yeah. to tell that's, who that's they are. It's kind of hard yeah. to figure out. But believe it or not, that really hasn't slowed down too much as far as people uh, being able to say, oh, no, that, I know who that is and, sure. and being able to identify them. So that's that's been a, it's been actually pretty decent, though, because that uh, was, one of, like I said, one of the conversations we had was, hey, with everybody wearing a mask, how are people going to know who is it? But, yeah. yeah. But they do. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Before we wrap up, can you tell us again how if people wanted to provide us a tip the phone number and the uh, texting app. Yeah. Uh, so, any, any if, you, if you have any tip uh, information on any wanted or uh, crime of the week, you can give us a phone call at 804-748-0660. Again, that's 804-748-0660. Or you can submit a tip uh, through the P3 Tips app, um, which is an app you can download from your Google or uh, Apple Play Store. Or is it? Apple or Google Play Store, mm-hmm. uh, and then you can uh, also, if you if, if you have a computer and you like to d- use that, you can also just go to p3tips.com. Mm-hmm. You can submit your tip anonymously there. Uh, either method to keep you anonymous, and yep. of course, we sh- we should say that you would be eligible for a cash reward up to five thousand dollars. That's something that, that we new? changed. That's, That's new. new. Okay, it used to be a thousand, uh, and it's now five thousand. Actually, last year, um, it, it, even during the pandemic in twenty twenty, our board. Uh, you know, voted to to change the reward amount eligibility, and well, not only that, but they had it passed through Congress, uh, the Congress and the General Assembly exactly. and all that. But it was they had a big push for that, and we kind of voted to adopt it, and well, partly yep. because we pushed it, but right. uh, <laughs> to adopt it because it's not every jurisdiction didn't have to 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 do the up to, to five thousand. They can still do a thousand, but uh, Chesterfield County Colonial Heights chose to to do the five thousand. Okay. And if the public wanted to be supportive of your aspect of the police department. Yeah. How can they reach out to you? Is it just social media? If they wanted to participate, they want to donate. They want to yeah. donate. Yeah, you can you can donate to us crimesolvers.net. There is a actual and optional on that on that um, on our site for for donating. You can do it that way. You can also contact um, our um, office seven four eight or eight zero four seven four eight. One two seven eight. You can speak with Miss Adams, uh, the Oracle. She'll tell you and give you to give you more information uh, about how you want to donate. And um, and also, if you want to register for some of our our uh, fundraisers that we do, such as our golf tournament, our five k run, mm-hmm. uh, that's another. Uh, another and it's, option a, it's to a, a very successful golf tournament. Our yeah, golf tournament really is job. the most uh, um, successful fundraiser that we have. But the five k run is actually is catching. It's catching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's yeah. awesome. Anything y'all want to add to it that we can leave our audience? With? Yeah. Well, I do have one more thing I'd like to add. Um, this month, actually, another fundraiser that we, we, we're we doing, and we're very appreciative of uh, Sedona Tap House. So oh, uh, yes. anyone that's listening that um, – that, uh, you know, likes to 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 eat and and enjoy a nice beverage. Uh, Sedona Tap House does a charity every Monday from open to close, where you can go and get what they call a charity meal. You have to order a beverage. Doesn't have to be an alcoholic beverage. It can be just a regular fountain drink. But as long as you pay for a beverage, you'll get a discounted uh, charity meal. But whether it be a steak or salmon, um, I've had them both. 
both delicious. <laughs> uh, but you can get either one of those charity meals. And of course, they take uh, a dollar from every one of those meals that they sell wow. at a discounted price. I believe it's $8 for mm-hmm. either one. You get the steak or the salmon for $8, I believe. Uh, and a dollar from that meal will actually be donated to the Crime Solvers uh, awesome. call. So awesome. uh, please, please uh, um, go out and support that. And not mm-hmm. just this month, they do it for a different charity throughout the entire year. So, you know, next month may be Children's Hospital, but it's every Monday from open to close. And hopefully and that's at Sedona Tap House. Sedona yeah. Tap House at Westchester uh, Commons. Thank yep. you. Sounds and like a great partnership. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's what it I'm is. Saying. That's a it great is. community it partnership. Is. And hopefully there will be other yeah. communities in our, in our, I mean, other business in our yeah. community. Kroger's another huge thing. one that supports us. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. Well, Ron, anything you want to no, add? No, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having Man, us, guys. Dude, I, I'm Appreciate telling you, I, you know, we've been hoping <laughs> that we would get the opportunity to um, interview <laughs> or to, to have a discussion <laughs> with our crime solvers people, yeah, Elliot absolutely. and I. Yeah. Because, again, we I think we're doing an excellent job, Elliot. What do you think? Yeah, and the partnership is is there. I mean, people like Detective Baldwin said, they want a safe yes, community, and this exactly. gives them another avenue of resources yep. to uh, help protect their own communities. Well, yeah, another, another, another successful podcast for Elliot in the and books. I in the books <laughs> and we appreciate it guys thank yeah, you we bro. appreciate you guys thank thanks you. guys thank you, we right. appreciate thank you pops we appreciate you all coming if anyone's interested in employment just reach out to chesterfieldpd.com and we will be in contact with you thanks and see you next week all right all have right. a good one thank you guys thank you guys Thank you for listening to the Chesterfield County Police Department Podcast. This episode was written by Daryl Skinner, sound engineer Chris Rizzuti. We are the Chesterfield County Police Department representing Chesterfield County, Virginia. Check us out online at chesterfieldpd.com.